This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcode.com. Welcome back to the Shortcode Podcast, a proud production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine, assuming they know about it. I am Dave Etler. With me today, I have Hillary O'Brien. Hi there. I have Elizabeth Shirazi. Hello. Katie Verhoof. Verhoof. <laughs> well, then it should be spelled with two O's. Okay, and Corbin Weaver. Hi there. Uh, Elizabeth, Hillary, I don't know if you realize this, but the reason these two are on the show is to promote their podcast. Oh, I did not know that. Did not know that. Um, full disclosure, I'm also on the podcast. So. <laughs> Dave is also on the podcast. Now we but I'm, have a He's a podfather. I'm mostly the uncredited <laughs> sidekick. We, yeah, that's true. We very often forget to credit you. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Sometimes we forget to introduce it. Like, Dave's here. <laughs> he just starts talking and no I'm, one knows. I'm sure people know. That's fine. I'm the... I'm the token male on the show because... You're a lay person also. Well, the this, this show is about... Go, tell, tell us what the show is about. It's about women's health and feminism. So, I feel like we should say what it's called. It's called the Vagabonds Podcast. Yeah. V-A-G-I-B-O-N-D-S. Vagabonds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that we're best friends. Me and Cormier are best friends. And that we just talk about lady stuff. We're both going to be OB-GYN, so we just like to talk about lady stuff. Yeah. So, a lot of times... Sometimes it's not even, like, OB-GYN news. Sometimes it's medical news. Sometimes it's just articles. Most of the time, it's just articles that we read and just want to talk about. Yeah. As we say in our intro, it's basically just conversations that we record that we would be having in bars anyway, so... Which has definitely happened multiple times. Yeah. That we not have. on the show, unfortunately. I, yeah, we should go on location. We should go on location. Go on loca <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and I don't know, some... Listeners of the shortcut might be interested in some of our recent episodes. Yeah. We talked about the HPV vaccine, which was mm -hmm. fun. We talked about the healthcare shortage, fertility awareness. Um, we talked about the difference between a pap smear and a pelvic exam. Yeah. Yeah. So, get lots to them. know. Yeah. Cool. And tell your friends about it too, because it's not just for medical people. Yeah. We try to make it so that it's for other people that aren't medical. Well, it's for both. Yeah. Everyone's invited to the party. The yeah. Vagabond's party. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you too can be a Vagabond. Yeah. Yeah. You can. What does that mean, Vagabond? Well, it's like. It's like Vagabond, but. Oh, like vagina. vaginas. I like that. I like this. <laughs> I like this is a lady central podcast. It's a lady. Dave over here. I did not plan that. But it worked out real well. Proud. So Dave feels normal, right? Because you're just used to having a bunch of women around and being the only dude on the podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel this is a throwback to my college days when I hung out in the, in the all-girls dorm. There you go. Yeah, but still couldn't call any of them my girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> it's old news. I'm over it. Yeah, you're Obvious married now. I'm married you've now. You've got a great girlfriend now. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of fun on the show because I get to be, as I do here, I get to be the idiot, the person who knows a little bit 
about stuff Mm -hmm. and who you know maybe gets to chime in with questions um just enough to be dangerous or observations but my one problem on my one problem with with being on the show with you guys is that i'm terrified of of being that guy i'm terrified of mansplaining (laughs) i'm terrified of speaking too much but the good like, news is we'd call you out. Yeah, these lovely ladies would call you out on it in a heartbeat. Yeah, and they sh- and they should. They but do. also, like being scared of doing it kind of keeps you from do- like that's the point is that like you're aware of your privilege and that's like all that. I mean, it's really just I guess you have so. To be but I'm of. I'm hyper aware, and I, I you know like in a way that you know in daily conversation I am completely not. So I guess that's a good thing. I mean, you know. Yeah. But uh, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, come hang out with us. How can they find every you? Every Wednesday. Yeah, every Wednesday we upload apparently at 6 a.m. Eastern time, <laughs> not 6 a.m. Central, Central time. time. Which uh, is uh, we, we're on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you find your podcasts at uh, The Vagabonds Podcast. And we're on Twitter. At The Vagabonds. And... and- this I don't is what, know any of these. By the way, you're getting the real experience right here because this is how every show gets signed off <laughs> yeah. on with some sort of confusion. Where we try to remember what our names are. and we then we get the Vagabonds podcast for all of them, and it was very yeah, annoying. it was really annoying. And it, uh, we're at on Instagram at, at the Vagabonds pod. <laughs> yeah. Is there a limit to the number of characters? Who are no, the other because, people that are the Vagabonds so, podcast? I just need to know. On, on Instagram, it's actually me. Uh, because what happened was I tried to claim the Vagabonds <laughs> podcast on Instagram and oh, yeah. it like wasn't updating or something so when I came back another day to try to do it I couldn't have access to at the Vagabonds podcast because I never finished the sign up process but it all said that the username was already used because I used it and so it was a big mess and it's all my fault but you know user. now we're at the Vagabonds pod so it's fine user user error user error but even if you search the Vagabonds podcast on Instagram it still comes up well, so it's fine obviously Instagram has like zero customer support because there's like they don't need one it. billion trillion people using yeah. it and you can't call any of these places yeah so. but they'll take down a picture of someone breastfeeding so fast yeah I know right? <laughs> that's the paradox <laughs> exactly so i don't know maybe w- one day i put up an instagram story that was kind of an <laughs> interesting thing that i've never done before it was fine oh yeah i was recording right yeah it was good i liked it <laughs> we, have, I don't know how to we liked technology. we like the things that we do yeah. we have we also have a facebook page and group yeah, I made a group. You guys are like so. This is a big deal savvy. because yeah, I didn't make a group until our fifteenth episode. <laughs> well, because I didn't know how. But we had a page, the Vagabonds Podcast, and now they're linked to each other. We are oh, we are goodness. learning a lot here. Yeah. I mean, the Short Coat Podcast just got a yeah group we, not yeah. too long ago. We did the uh, we we call it the Short Coat uh, Student Lounge. Lounge. Ooh, uh, which people are welcome to uh, to come and hang out and, and, and talk to us and look at all this crossover of, promotion we're doing. Yeah, here. well, hey, you know, just so happens I'm on both shows, also, so it's friends, easy to do. Yeah. If you come over to our podcast and you like it, please rate it because iTunes ratings are my love language. Yeah, <laughs> ratings are so, <laughs> ratings are so important. So important. We've become. Not anymore. I'm an four. I do what I want now. I don't care about you guys anymore. Unless it's uh, on iTunes, then we care a lot. I don't know. That's that's an no, iffy I proposition. I, w- I want us to go up to iTunes charts. 
Right. Anyway. Uh, hey, we got some uh, listener feedback. Ooh, I love listener mm-hmm. feedback. Uh, this is from. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if it's Evelyn or Evelyn, but you know. We don't. You know. I, I'm sure she'll forgive us. Here we go. I wanted to reach out and thank you for all the time and work you put into your podcast. You're welcome. I discovered you guys last month as I got ready to drive eight hours to my first medical school interview. You guys kept me entertained the entire time. Being from New York, I hadn't even considered applying to Carver College of Medicine before. After listening to you guys over the month, I decided to apply. I am currently working on the secondary application now. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to listen to you guys. I hope I can be part of something like this wherever I end up. Uh, thank you. That's very nice of you. That is nice. Um, that voice is incredibly distracting. Yeah. I thought that, that voice new? was very pleasant. It sounded very welcoming. Is, is that that yeah. No, so. no, it's a, just a random voice I found on the internet. Oh, okay. Um, Eve- Evelyn, Evelyn. I'm just going to go with Evelyn. I would Evelyn. Say Evelyn. Okay. <laughs> it seems to be una- unanimous consent there. Uh, Evelyn, you can do something like this wherever you end up. Uh, all you have to do is uh, make it happen. Uh, it's a little complicated, but if you want to, if you, if you want to ask me about it someday, just drop me a drop me a line. I'll see what I can do. That's what Katie and I did. Happy, yeah. happy to help out. Um, uh, we do have another. We had, we have a question from someone I w- I shall call Maynard, not his or her real name, because they asked for anonymity. But oh, uh, I love the name Maynard. Maynard. That's a really good burger at Stella. Oh, isn't it the truck well and cars interesting that order it's it's a a town. Town. that's made by my oh, hometown yeah interesting that you mentioned stella's because uh here we go i love listening to your show it's a good mix of current topics in medicine and humor slash fun i am currently applying to medical school and i received an invitation to interview at university of iowa in september yeah i was wondering if you guys could give some suggestions on your favorite things to do see eat etc in iowa city or on campus any suggestions would be much appreciated thank you very much and keep up the good work yeah you're welcome and we're happy to keep up whatever whatever it is we're doing (laughs) (laughs) whatever work we're doing that particular week i'm not won't call it good or bad uh what are are your y'all's favorite things to do in iowa city Java what? House. Yes, Java House. Yeah, Java House. None of these are a sponsor, by the way, which... <laughs> they should, <laughs> or Java honestly. House really should. I would yeah. promote them to my last dying day. Well, they yeah. don't know. I, I think the easiest thing to do is go to the Ped Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walk around or and lots of places to eat. Yeah. For the, people who aren't from here. Yeah, it's know. a... It's a uh, I, I wouldn't have known what a Ped Mall is. It's a. Uh, it's basically a, a closed-off area downtown. Cars don't go there and... and um, they're you know surrounded by shops and yeah. restaurants and bars and and other places. Good place to go. Library. Yeah. If you if you want to go to the public library, lots if that's of places your thing. to brunch yeah. over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can shop, eat, drink, buy new glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could go to Hy-Vee. Stay at the hotel. The Stay market the hotel. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I try to get Corbin to do this all the time, and she won't do it with me. <laughs> go to the market grill. Yeah, yeah, you can go. There's a bar what? at Hy-Vee. Hyvie in <laughs> for all I'll of speak. all of you non Iowan listeners is our our Iowa grocery store grocery chain. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would Iowa maybe suggest store. that as for like second visit. See, like Hyvie is not I like my number one beeline. No. That was it. That, <laughs> that was, was a, a joke. joke. <laughs> when they when they opened up, I was like, what? 
There are so many people there. Uh, I know. Also, fun they fact, do trivia night on Mondays. Uh, at Come and Go, they also there's like new Come and Go that also mm-hmm. has a bar. <laughs> but at Ivy, <laughs> you see, I'm not kidding. Come and yeah. Go is our uh, gas station yeah. slash convenience store. You can yeah, get I think growlers, growlers there. Yeah, you can yeah. get growlers too. They like fill them up and you're Which, on the road um, good to go the, where which one the um, one on the corner of by Brugger's Benton, you know yes. in Riverside Benton yeah. and Riverside there's yeah. one um, over by that statue of oh shoot the old football coach Kinnick. yeah no nope. Kinnick. Kinnick. Hayden Fry Hayden Fry oh. Hayden Fry Kinnick was, Kinnick was not the coach Kinnick wasn't a coach yet. he was oh. a player he won the Heisman Trophy oh really I clearly I know nothing about the Hawkeyes <laughs> get out of Iowa <laughs> I know so, right? I was okay no. so here are my other suggestions for things to do in Iowa City so we talked about brunch you need to go to either Bluebird Diner yes or Hamburg, Hamburg number two because both of those are awesome mm-hmm. in their historic Iowa City yeah and then I would say Stella, if you're like at the hospital already, you should just like stop there because it's like a very short walk. What day do they have the cheap burgers? Monday. Monday. They're seven dollars. Mondays. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday is Cajun night. Yeah, half price Cajun. They have really good gumbo there. Yeah. Well, this person's gonna be here on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. Mm. Oh, but maybe they could. Maybe yeah. they come a day. If they early. stay later, I would. You know, if it were me, I would want to do that. I mean, I don't know how much time. It depends how serious you are about here. Yeah, but. but I don't like in general. I don't know how much time people have to like come for their interviews, and then like I think some people jet in and jet out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if it were me and I really wanted to know about a place, I would just spend an extra day. Yeah. To to do that, but you know, you can only do what you can do. Yeah. It depends if you're still in school or not. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Museum of Natural History. That yeah. was That was some. Yeah. That was something a couple people suggested on our. Uh, in, in our uh, never among our there. podcasters I've never been there, never been there you're either, missing I heard out. Kylie loves the sloth the giant Actually, sloth I think that's where we had our white coat ceremony yeah, yeah but I it's only in that saw, building I only yeah. saw that one room though with all the taxidermy taxidermy animals yeah. which is pretty awesome so. sloth giant sloth rusty no the sloth is downstairs oh, they probably saw that with the extinct animals right yeah Yes. It's where God puts the extinct animals. <laughs> yeah. In the University of Iowa. <laughs> Prairie a, Lights Books is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they have a cafe upstairs. They do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Kylie suggested cheese pizza at Mesa. I don't know. Mac, mac and cheese mac pizza. And cheese. Mac oh, there it is. Yes, mac and cheese pizza. Mesa I was like, pizza. wow, that's boring. <laughs> I've love- only been to Mesa at like 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's where good you go at regular to go to the bars. Too. It is, yeah. It's yeah. cheap. It has really fun ones, so there's mac and cheese, but there's also, like, one time I had, like, a Thanksgiving dinner one. I like, they have barbecue chicken. Yeah. We're all good. Uh, Wig and Pen Pizza is oh, the yeah. best Iowa City pizza. Yeah, though. I agree with that. I so think I like- Wedge is up there, too, but yeah, Wig and Pen. Yeah. yeah. The Wedge. The Wedge. Um, there's a new, there's a new pizza place on Melrose, which is, like, right next um, to the hospital. We went to it. I, I liked did it. For something. It was okay. I liked it. It's not an Iowa City classic yet. They needed to work out a few kinks. Give it a couple months. Did you go the first day? Because I heard that was It was like the first couple weeks, I think. Do you guys notice a trend here in all the things that we're talking about? They're almost all food. food. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because that's all there is to do in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, so I moved to Iowa City, um, I guess, 16 years ago. It's only meant to be here for a year. I keep saying that, but... I, 16 years ago and I didn't think the food was that great I think it's gotten a lot better in the last decade or so so yeah I'm well sure. I mean you know what's kind of strong funny work about uh about I think the Midwest is that you were saying how like social hour revolves around eating or drinking mm-hmm. I lived in uh, the state of Washington for a while and people would t- for a social hour they would invite you to like do you want to go to hike and you're like <laughs> uh 
okay are you telling me that i need to work out like you're asking me to work out with you sure like that's supposed to be our fun activity i was like but here it's just like you want to go does it involve get a beer a ma- some sort of mayonnaise casserole and yeah. sitting around yeah then i will hike yes. there is hiking around yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing i think that's why interested. we were suggesting food is because it's like something that you have to do anyway so then you might as well experience it here whereas like if you're here for an interview it's kind of hard to like take a half a day to like go hike the trails by like lake mcbride because that's like yeah. more of a time commitment well and it's like cool i mean like lake mcbride is very beautiful you know it's yeah. beautiful it's a nice hike but it's not something that like you're you can't experience a nice hike anywhere else you know yeah. what i mean i don't know maybe i guess if you're going true. to medical school in elizabeth new jersey maybe that's a little less of a priority there i don't know mm-hmm. uh uh the fossil gorge is at the uh, oh yeah, is oh, at yeah that's, that's pretty cool yeah, that's it's cool. a uh, so it, it's a um basically been it's basically a gorge that's been carved out by uh, a river in the past and has a bunch of uh, fossils that you can go look at it's been dug out in 2008 uh, we had a big flood here in Iowa City and which demolished our arts campus and we're still rebuilding, rebuilding from that but um, but when that flood happened it carved out even more fossils so Where is this fossil gorge I've never heard of it before. it's up by Lake what? McBride what uh, yeah. what I think it's by the dam. It is. Well, the Corvo Reservoir. By the McBride and the Reservoir right the, next to each right. other. Right. It is by the dam. And it's I, like right below the dam, right? Yeah. 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 I think it's so funny every time someone's like, oh, you should go to the Fossil Gorge. Because when I was little, that was like the thing you did for summer camp. Like they take five-year-olds to the Fossil Gorge. And you cool. like <laughs> climb around. You like make pencil rubbings of all the different fossils. So every, now every time someone's like, oh, go see the Fossil Gorge. I'm like are you six years old it's cool no it is a cool thing i just associate it so much with my childhood look i I grew up on cape cod there were no fossils uh there was just sand uh, which is nice in its way but there were certainly no fossils so it's it's unusual to me if you're coming from out of town it's definitely really cool place where you don't have fossils hey as a fun fact iowa used to be under a glacier it was an ocean yeah so not anymore but not anymore maybe in the future maybe yeah. in the future <laughs> soon. so there you go soon very soon <laughs> very soon <laughs> maynard thanks for calling appreciate your uh appreciate your question and good luck on your interview um uh, both maynard and evelyn uh when you come by for your for your interview uh, stop by my office it happens to be right by the place where the interviews uh take place introduce yourselves uh say hi mm-hmm. um hey a uh, couple weeks ago we a couple shows ago, we we uh, had a question from Terrell. She wanted to know what the difference was between a hospitalist and an internist. Mm. And um, you know, we we gave it we gave it a shot. Uh, Ryan Gray, Doctor Ryan Gray, uh, from the MedEd Media Network at MedEdMedia.com, uh, got back to us. I think he just wanted to give a more succinct uh, definition, and I think his definition is probably a little bit. Uh, better, easier to understand than the, the jumbled up one that we tried to give. So let's hear from Ryan. What is up, short coat crew? This is Ryan from the Pre-Med Years podcast and many others on the MedEd Media Network, which the short coat is proudly a member of. I wanted to address a question that came True in that. about the difference between a hospitalist and an internist. They are the same exact thing with different jobs. A hospitalist is an internist. A hospitalist just works in the hospital. They choose 
to spend all of their time as an inpatient physician. An internist typically is the one that will be the primary care doc for people as they get older, and they work in an outpatient setting. So I think one of the students had mentioned that the hospitalist doesn't do the internal medicine residency, and that's uh, not true. So they, they both do the same exact residency. They're Everything is exactly the same. It's just where they choose to do their job. One is cause, called a hospitalist, and the other one is an internist. That is all. So I actually had an academic hospitalist on the Specialty Stories podcast, which you can listen to at specialtystories.com and look for the hospitalist. Just do a search for hospitalist and you'll find it there. Or however you're listening to this amazing podcast, go and search for Specialty Stories and look for episode seven. Thanks, Dave, for all you do and the rest of the CECOM crew there. Thank you, Ryan, for uh, clearing that up. You guys on board with Ryan's definition, more or less? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I, the thing that confused me about the whole hospitalist thing was that I kind of just thought it was in general doctors who worked in a hospital exclusively, which could include things like radiologists. and, no. and no. but no, Specifically I guess, internal. Um, okay. Well, interestingly, I mean, similarly, there are pediatric hospitalists. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. they do just do inpatient peds. And then there's also a new thing called laborist. So for OBGYN, there's people who just strictly work on labor and delivery. So maybe the definition of hospitalist is changing. So a really, bit. it's not, there's no difference in training. Right. It's just like a, essentially the job you accept right. after you leave your training. I see. Okay. Yeah. Is the difference. Okay. So there, I think there are fellowships in them, but you don't have to complete them to do it. It's just, I mean, yeah. Fair enough. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate that. Uh, here's some news. The FDA has finally given some ground to those scientists and doctors who are lobbying for more researcher, research in psychedelics as a treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder, specifically MDMA, ecstasy. Uh, they've, in fact, the FDA has granted the drug a breakthrough therapy designation, which sounds amazeballs. Sounds fancy. It's really not. Uh, I mean, it is. Uh, I mean, much to the ignorance of science reporters everywhere and myself until I looked it up, that doesn't mean it's actually a breakthrough therapy. It just means that they're sort of fast-tracking and allowing research to proceed on something that um, they're basically putting it at the head of the line for other, uh, of other tr- possible treatments for post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies, which sounds like a great place to work, uh, has been conducting phase two trials and found that 107 participants, 61% of 107 participants, 61% treated with MDMA-assisted psychotherapy no longer fit the criteria for PTSD after two months. And at 12 months, that number had gone up to 68%. Uh, the participants in the trial had all been suffering for chronic PTSD for an average of 17.8 years. Wow. So that's an, that's an effect right there that's a that's a big effect Mm -hmm. they also report that the that serious adverse events events as defined by the fda involving um mdma in the studies were uncommon and not life-threatening um so look for publication of their uh, phase two trial results soon Uh, phase three trials will assess the effects and safety of mdma assisted psychotherapy in two to three hundred participants in the u.s canada and israel and uh, I, so 
I want to know what hap- what would happen to patients who had experienced a trauma and were treated right away with MDMA instead of after 18 years. I know that just because something works after 18 years doesn't mean it'll work immediately mm-hmm. or stave off the effects. Well, you said that was the average, right? And on average. So they might have some that are more recent. That's true. I didn't think to uh, to look that up. Um, that's pretty cool. I would be interested in the possibilities for abuse of the MDMA. Yeah. Um, they they I guess that would be considered an adverse event if it were me. But I don't know if that that's really what the FDA um, defines as an adverse event. Probably not. Right. Because those are typically more. And you might They're probably not. talking about like serotonin syndrome and stuff like that. What is serotonin syndrome? Serotonin syndrome is basically when you have basically, I mean, an excess of serotonin acting at your postsynaptic nerve terminals, which leads to like it, like um, autonomic instability and like high blood pressure, so high temperature, and it can kill you. Um, this is what happened to all those people who died at that music festival. I think it was in Massachusetts a few years ago where they um, took ecstasy yeah. and died. I assume there's a dose, a, a, yeah. a yeah. dosage limit yeah. that you would yeah. want to. Yeah. And it's specific. You know, they say it happens a lot with people who are like, for instance, they're taking so like uh, two different types of antidepressants that were like, you know, not working in the same way. So you end up with mm-hmm. too much serotonin. So, I mean, which kind of in some ways makes sense. This MDMA thing kind of makes sense because even though I don't know the exact mechanism of action of MDMA, um, because I can't ever remember this crap, but, um, well, it's a, uh, it's, I mean, it's a serotonin. It acts on serotonin, doesn't it? It's not not that simple, I don't think. So (laughs) there's a bunch of different types of serotonin receptors. Yeah. There's like different kinds. There's a lot in it it's does, not that it simple, does, Dave. It does. <laughs> I mean, I, think I am stops, that simple. Okay, it stops reuptake, and it all you know, it does a couple things. Anyway, I think I can't remember. Anyway, uh, because these things are. Notice how Katie doesn't say anything. But yeah, she does not know any of this. Um, <laughs> Hillary doesn't. But I mean, either. it's just kind of like to me. It seems like yeah. the next kind of step in, uh, like a like an SSRI, so a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which is the first line for PTSD treatment right now. Mm-hmm. So it seems like just like a more powerful... Po- powerful. 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 Po- powerful. Uh, I uh, embrace my grandpa Doug there. For powerful effect. <laughs> <laughs> way more powerful. Um, uh, powerful SSRI? I don't know. All right. I have no idea. Here's here's my question. We don't know a lot about these things. This is what I'm stuck on this whole time. So isn't ecstasy a schedule one drug? I don't know. Are you? Yeah, because I had the same question. You like can't. So schedule one. So there's like three schedules. Schedule one means that you like can't use it. You can't prescribe it. You can't do anything with it. And typically you're not allowed to do research on it unless you get like a super special thing, which is why there's like no research on weed because like it's still a schedule one drug yeah. and so they like don't let you do research on it which is stupid well i think um, that's what this breakthrough therapy the breakthrough designation is, is the about super special thing well, so then why but don't then they they're already in, if they're already in phase two then then they've been using it for a long time before that's what i don't know oh okay if, yeah they must also have gotten yeah maybe one. it's not but it also might not one, because though. cocaine isn't yeah you can prescribe can cocaine Google this real fast yeah too. that's true but yeah no. don't they use cocaine for like 
nose surgeries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Not really anymore, but yes, because it's the only thing that's a analgesic, but also vasoconstricts. Mm-hmm. It says it's schedule one. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, like, what's the dosing for that? That's not it. as composed. As yeah, compared can you to imagine? like what like people take at like a rate or yeah. something? Yeah, that's not available yet. I I assume we'll have to wait for the for the publication. Yeah, yeah. Of their uh, phase two trial results, but that would be so strange being a participant in that, being like, oh, here I am taking. I would be ecstasy. very wary because like of all those LSD trials in like the sixties and seventies, yeah. you know. Like with the CIA stuff. Like that. <laughs> was that real? Yeah, I don't know anything. It was about real. That. It, it reminds me of the of the Stephen King book Firestarter. So, you know, yeah. um, you don't you is, haven't I read Firestarter? No, no. Dave, I have I've not. never read a Stephen King book. This <gasps> me is a either. tangent, but Such I went to I went to see a movie last night, and uh, it was a like supposed to be a fun comedy type movie, and they played a preview to it. Ugh. In front oh, of me. I'm like, no. how are you subjecting me? I did feel violated. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is. A, I came here to see comedy, and you're gonna subject me to the trailer of it. That's like, the one I'm with clowns, right? Yeah, no, I'm traumatized. No, no yeah. <laughs> I'm writing a strongly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sorry, clowns. you had to go through that. Corbin so does sorry. too, as we found out on the last episode of the Vagabonds. What? <laughs> that you hate clowns. I do. <laughs> It's re- they're, it's weird. they're terrifying. Like yeah. there's my aunt, uncle, our class. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. What? what? Both of them? Did, yes. they, did they meet they're as clowns? Christian clowns. Let me. Wait, wait, they're oh, Christian whoa. clowns. <laughs> what does that even explain. mean? Please tell me more. We, we have to delve into this a little more. I, I saw. Did they meet no. in clown costume? No. Did they? Okay. What does I it mean? I really to wish be they had. I'm trying. Christian I'm gonna look clown. up their their names real quick. Their their clown names. Well, They're what? like for for the Lord or something. I really yeah. wish that they had met as clowns because I'm trying yeah. to like imagine like two clowns like hey, it looks pretty good over there. Or like, did they have a clown at their wedding? No, they got. Tired. I mean, they got married a long time ago. They became clowns more recently than that. <laughs> I'm trying to look up their names. That's not like a. That's not a typical like. Nope midlife Retirement. crisis move or whatever like it's not it's like for their church and stuff good job but what role does a clown have in a church <laughs> for like now for like little kids like for like bible like bible vacation their names are like beacon and beacon. like sunshine or something like that i don't know anyway should i leave that in why do they uh, it made me laugh did jesus know. died on yeah. the i mean they, it's it's christianity Question. that's true what uh i'll ask you this later actually okay. i want to know which ones they are <laughs> Which, Which one of your aunts and uncles it is? Oh, yeah, we super, might want the super duper Christian ones. Well, I just think about they're all willing to get aunts and uncles that Christianity. Jesus, for Jesus. Oh, anyway. a lot of editing for this. One. That's fine. But we're That's here to fine. just make sure that Dave has to do a lot of editing. <laughs> On the Vagabonds podcast, we don't edit any of this out. <laughs> but when we, but when, so so typically we record at my house, sometimes here, and then they come in here when they have a minute to edit. And the most common <laughs> phrase that we that, that I hear coming from the room is, "We're funny." We're so funny. <laughs> we're so funny. We are so funny. <laughs> I have to say that every time I edit, otherwise yeah. it just wouldn't be the same. Hey, uh, speaking of approval, the FDA also approved another thing this week: the first ever gene therapy for use yeah. in the U.S. market, one to treat childhood leukemia. Uh, CAR T cell therapy is what it's called. Chimeric antigen receptor T-cells 
uh, which are basically involves removing uh, T cells from the body of the patient. And they are genetically engineered to give them a marker for the individual patient's cancer, in this case, uh, leukemia. And those T cells are infused back into the patient, and the T cells attack the cancer only, and poof. That is so cool. Cure. Yeah, Very cool. cool. Um, are they using CRISPR? CRISPR. <laughs> what isn't nine. using CRISPR? Yeah. I made true. coffee with CRISPR this morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Novartis, the pharmaceutical company involved, is working with Medicaid and insurers to get coverage, which is a good thing that because good. it's going to cost $475,000 per uh, process, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the initial cost right now is, is, is pretty high. I imagine not much higher than the cost of treatment of leukemia, but I don't really know how much uh, that would cost. Because you've got radiation therapy and you've got, right? Not necessarily. Chemo, no. what do you got? It depends chemo, what kind you, do, you have. Yeah, it depends on what kind. I mean, like if you're doing ALL, it's mostly chemo. Yeah, ALL is the, what is it? A, uh, Acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Yeah. Which That's is, the one that this is particularly okay. targeting. Yeah, um, mostly chemos. I mean, the chemos I think would be less expensive than Now, that. but maybe when they came out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I wonder if they're doing that at our hospital. Yeah. Don't know. Leukemia is different from other cancers uh, in that, my understanding, right, is that uh, other cancers are solid, uh, whereas leukemia is bloodborne. Mostly, yeah. Um, so they are working on <coughs> CAR-T therapies um, for solid tumors. It's going to be a lot harder to, to make mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. um, just because solid tumors, are, uh, the T cells will be hard, diff- more difficult to get into those tumors. But yeah, it's, it's being worked on. Yeah. Future. This is so cool. This is one of the like really. It's like a sign of how cool medicine is. Is the fact that like the definition of gene therapy has changed so much. So like this is like gene therapy, yes, but like this is gene therapy where they like take your cells, change the genes of your cells, and then put it back in. Whereas like gene therapy used to mean like Gleevec for like imatinib. Mm-hmm. So like where yeah. you are like targeting the gene of the cancer, and then oh. like you know there's other things that are like that are uh antibodies that are like you know like immunotherapies so that's like a gene where you're changing the ana- they're changing the gene of the antibody that's like targeting something they use that a lot for like melanoma and stuff like that so it's just like very cool how much the definition of something can change based on like what we can do in medicine it's pretty that sweet that is cool it's all about the crispr yeah it changing is. medicine changing lives <laughs> hashtag hashtag university, university <laughs> for iowa <laughs> um <laughs> You guys, I have a question. Yes. Yes. Why does medicine taste so disgusting? Is this a segue to the things on the table in front of me? Yes, Yes. it is. One of them being... Can I say what it is? Maybe a little. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I don't think she knows what's in that. No, she doesn't. What is in that? We'll get there. I want to know why medicine tastes so bad. Because it just does. Because we have to put stuff in it to make it stable, so when it gets to your tum-tum, you can absorb it. That's why medicine tastes so. I always assumed it was the bad because it's good for you. I I always assumed it was because lots of medicines are based on alkaloids and alkaloids usually taste bitter. And so you have to tart it up with sugar and other things to make it taste good. Am I do you think I'm wrong about that? It's it's other stuff. Maybe if it's like neutralizing the stomach acid so it doesn't kill your whatever you're trying to give. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, I've noticed that, you know, medicines that taste bad are usually Medicines that taste bad without alteration are usually altered uh, to taste really super sweet. Our long-term listeners will know that I prefer 
savory stuff, <laughs> stuff that isn't sweet. And I wanted to know, have pharmaceutical companies really sat down and considered making more savory medicines? I have here some items that we can experiment on this genius idea. And if you're listening, drug companies, since it's on the show, we own it. So call me. We'll work something out, I'm sure. A little sponsorship. <laughs> um, but I've been thinking about how to test this idea, and I tried to find something common that is bitter, as medicine often is. And I failed, because for some reason at the grocery store, they don't sell things that taste disgusting. Oh, shocker. In general. Who I mean, thought? But there is something well, that we could use as a... Well, they raw tomatoes, so you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like i tend to like all foods i'm like i have i am food agnostic really um some foods i like better than others but i'll try anything i did find citric acid uh commonly found in uh citric fruit obviously cit citrus fruit uh, but also in candies that are sour and i thought this would be a good proxy for an, a little scp experiment now, a little citric acid goes a long way, and if significant quantities are accidentally inhaled, uh, you can have some real problems. <clears throat> so I've mixed our citric acid in that little cup there uh, with the upside-down spoon in it. Uh, we're going to, with water, to make a paste so that you can't accidentally inhale it. Um, Safety first, friends. And we're going to use that to mix a tiny drop with various substances I've found to see if a spoonful of them makes the citric acid medicine go down. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. Medicine, medicine go, go down. down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. So first You're we'll learning my childhood game. <laughs> it's, it's what I do. I think there's no there's I have no defense for that. So I thought first we'd try citric acid alone. Mm. We got to get an idea of how what we're trying to cover up, don't you think? Yeah. So just take see the, see how it's up. See how the spoon's upside down there. Yep. Yeah. Just lift it out, drop a drip a little bit off, and then you know maybe put a little bit on a spoon, just to just a drop. I'm scared. Like, I have to like mix it up. Yeah, mix it up. Don't like, it is. A don't worry about it. It's. Don't worry about mixing it up too much. You're not going to enjoy it either way. It reminds me of when you put too much sugar in water. And so it's like. Yeah. I mean, it looks okay. citric it's a acid. super saturated solution, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I got two drops. Citric acid. <laughs> uh, this is from. Uh, you, it's used in canning. So you can buy this in a grocery store. Ew. Um, but you use it so you don't get botulism. Yeah. I mean. Elizabeth. I've used this before. <laughs> In, in canning? Can I just share yeah. some of my drop with you? Yeah. Okay. I'm like really, I'm, I'm really pumped. afraid of this. I'm so excited. I did it last night. I, I tried things thoroughly last night. Um, and uh, no, it wasn't great, but it didn't kill me. Do you get popcorn lung if you inhale it? I don't. I think you yeah, get something think worse than popcorn lung if you inhaled it. Because it's basically, it is an acid. Silicosis. Right. Yeah, is, you probably get pulmonary edema. Yeah, I would I think that's so. acid, I bet that don't worry. We're just going to eat it. It's fine. No There's acid in your stomach. You're fine. <laughs> that's right. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Oh, are, you oh. Ready? Can oh, are we all doing it? Or Let's are we all doing do it, it at once because if it, everyone reacts poorly, I won't do it. One. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Dink it <laughs> and sink it, as Rhett and Link said. Three, go. Cheers. Oh, it's mm. stuck on my tongue. Uh, it reminds me of um, the inside of those. Um, that's not that bad. 
<laughs> the inside of those hard candies with the soft inside. It's like a warhead. Or oh. Yeah, a warhead. I tried to find warheads, mm-hmm. but I couldn't. Okay, the aftertaste isn't bad. Like when it's like in your mouth, though, not good. Yeah, yeah it reminds me of a, a lemon sour. drop or something like that. I no, okay. I eat a warhead and my eye like twitches because it's too sour. I like, mm. can't open it. I'm not. I'm that's not so definitely good at the what sour. warheads are made out of. Is yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a warhead. I couldn't verify, but it it tastes like the same stuff. I I I did try to. I did pick up some cabbage patch sour. Super sour, extreme sour, kids. Sour, yeah, where are sour they? patch kids. Yeah. Let's eat them. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I could not. I just uh, realized that that was incorrect. I could not verify that they that they contain citric acid. I think they contain some other um, acid that does the same thing. Let's try. Um, so let's try mixing it with other things to see if savory uh, is a good idea. You. Let's start with the ranch. ranch Everyone's is my every favorite. Midwesterner's favorite. Uh, dressing. I, I suggested blue cheese dressing and my wife was, no, was like, no, it's got to no. be ranch no. because... Okay, so I have to mix it with the citric acid. Yeah. I, I, what okay. I did last night was put a little drop in the spoon first and then uh, the thing on top of it, but it doesn't, oh, okay. doesn't matter. Apparently Warhead's extreme sour candy is made from malic acid. Oh. And then the intense sour fades after five to ten seconds and leaves a fairly mild candy that contains the much less sour citric acid. Yeah. Great. I still have some on my spoon. Okay. I... You still have some on your spoon? Yeah, I knew it was going to be bad, so I uh, cheated. I mean, like, I ate it, but I didn't eat all of it. You're, uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to try this at home, don't, because, you know, we're professionals. I'm appropriately cautious. I would prefer to this. this. But, you know, don't just, like, take a huge spoonful of this. I put one drop. Because you will be very sad. Um, If you're doing this at home... We're using a strict one-to-one ratio. <laughs> we oh, are? I, I used I put a lot of. Ranch. I used much more. How much ranch? Could you, you use? pass oh. that ranch? To I use much more of each substance. Pass the ranch. That's frequently heard in my house. Because I figured if you're that's taking a cheat, that's cheating, though, isn't it? I don't know. I figure if you, I, my goal was to sort of replicate what you might experience if you were taking like a cough syrup or something, and I figure that in cough syrup, like a teaspoon the of cough syrup, it's good. mostly. Um, Sugar. To cover it up. Yeah. Mostly whatever they re- they're using to cover it up. That's true. Honestly, if this ruins ranch for me, you're dead to me. Okay. Oh, wow. It's oh, <laughs> a real Midwesterner yeah. here. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Let's, All right let's, let's, let's see if this right, works. Cheers. It's like tangy ranch. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. It is. It's okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, okay. not great. I still didn't but like, like it, but. Okay. Ugh. That was not as bad. It's just nope, not beer. as bad. Okay, that was better. Let's try. Uh, let's try truffle oil. Is that going to be Is that the great. truffle in there? Is that yeah? I was wondering what truffle? was floating I think in that, there. I think it is. You get a truffle. I hope that's what it is. It's like the worm, <laughs> yeah. the worm in the tequila. <laughs> I hope that's what it is, and it's not like truffle oil is not going to make it better. Rat poop. Okay, it doesn't, it doesn't look like rat poop. <laughs> How about you taste test I, this one? I already did. <laughs> With the rat poop? <laughs> I did not try the rat poop. Yeah, a little... Uh, oh, Elizabeth, are you declining? What? No, I gave it to Hillary because I don't have any on my spoon Oh, okay. Yet. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, geez. That, this comes out fast. Yeah. yeah this yeah. comes out very fast. Just a spoonful of truffle oil makes the medicine... See, it really, like, doesn't have the right ring to it. Nope. Have you ever seen the Mary Poppins? Here's the thing. I don't think truffle oil by itself tastes good either. So we're, I think we're kind of in trouble here. 
Well, okay. I was really looking for an oil that was cheap. <laughs> and you chose truffle oil? Because I ain't made of money. This was like the cheapest. Oh, I, really? I think probably by, by volume it wasn't the cheapest, but it was the cheapest container of whatever oh. was, that I could find. Um, you should have just told me I ought to brought some olive oil. Well. Yeah, you don't have any olive oil? I had run out the uh, like yesterday and I, yeah. Just go to Aldi. Yeah. Mm, true. But why didn't I just buy olive oil? I'm That's a, a I'm great an, question. I'm an idiot. Because yeah. you can use olive oil at home. I could, yeah. That's why, why didn't, he's saying why yeah. didn't Why I didn't I just buy olive oil? Oh, well. Whatever. All right. I've exposed my idiocy for the Down world. Down the hatch. Yeah, you can make something fancy with truffle oil. True. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Down the hatch. Cheers. Oh, it just yeah. stayed in the middle. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even get through the whole. No. Oh, no. Oh. Ah. No. no. That was terrible. Everybody's so pretty when they have. Uh, oh, that just stayed in the middle. Yeah, that was not good. See, that was bad because oil. I don't just... think I even like the truffle oil. No, nope. like, yeah, the no. oil just made the no. two separate, you know, consistencies come oh. together, and uh, yeah, that was gross. I just drank coffee too, and so now it's just a weird, weird, weird that? mix. All right, so I think we've realized just, that truffle oil is not. I just need some ranch. Can I just drink? <laughs> yeah, I need a palate cleanser. Can you pal- yeah, ranch as a palate cleanser? <laughs> that's the Midwestern just palate, palate, palate cleanser. Thank you. Anybody else? Gotta wash the spoon no. off too. Oh. Yeah, I'm getting a new spoon. I didn't finish that. That's nasty. Ooh, that's better. Oh. I think you should swig it straight from the jar. From the from the uh Now I feel like after that oil too, our breath is like kinda rank. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, like, don't, don't test me, Dave. I will. Don't give any kisses. Uh all right, well let's move on then. Since truffle oil was a bust, I think. Uh let's move on to um let's see, would we like to try baby food? Yes. Oh. Sure. How are we, how is this going to work? It's going to work the same as everything That's else. That's unsafe. It is not. It's You're pasteurized. Give us salmonella. Oh. It's pasteurized. We just learned about salmonella. I don't want it. That's why I chose. That's anyway. Are we'll, you prepared for us to have GI distress? We'll get to that. <laughs> I'm already in GI distress. <laughs> <laughs> just the top of my GI tract, not the bottom. That's all Dave wants is for us to have GI distress. You know, the bathroom is right outside your office. So That's why I don't have a problem with this. Digging your own grave. This is. Oh, uh, that even that smells. That God, smells. Why did you buy why that? Why pass that like over here? Why would why you, you use okay. like carrots or something? Listen, Ham and Keep gravy. Ham here. and gravy. Pass that over. I want to smell it. This is uh, baby food. Uh, ham and, ham and gravy baby, baby food. Ham and gravy. This smells like my cat's food. <laughs> I can't eat it. I really can't. That's just- I'll I, eat it. You know what really needs an explanation is why... The, oh, well, there's a film on the top. <laughs> it's just a little water separation, I'm sure. I, oh, I, no, I would not give that to a baby. No. That's freshly opened. What child needs to have pureed ham and gravy? Like, have you? Do you have children? They they will they, they will cut you for some for ham and gravy. Ham and gravy? <laughs> okay, am I the only one doing this? No, I will. No, Go everybody's ahead. gonna do it. My child. Every two people. Just, by the way, I suggested. I kept teasing Coraline, my my nine year old. I kept teasing Coraline last night that she was gonna have to help me for the sake of the podcast, and she. I never made her do it. Never got there because she started crying because she was so worried. And then and then she continued crying because she was worried for me. Yeah, I don't blame her. I don't know how much. I don't I'm sorry, baby. I honestly, think the citric, I honestly think the citric acid would taste better than the friggin' baby food. I don't, well, okay. Everybody everybody got a, got a little load there? I have like so much citric acid in this right now. 
well. The yeah. key is you gotta stir it in, I think. Yeah, but I think we're taking out all the liquid. We need to add more liquid. Yeah, we, we need to add, add more liquid to the citric acid. Yeah, it's getting too like it's just because otherwise it doesn't mix in. Stir it up. It's just no, no we like, are like there's not enough liquid in yeah. there. Because otherwise it doesn't mix with stuff because it's all not right. a liquid. Let me do that. Thank you. So I've just gone to the uh, Shortco podcast test test kitchen. Added a little more, otherwise known as the water fountain next to the said bathroom outside my office. <laughs> the bathroom of GI distress. <laughs> <laughs> and Can this uh, be the last one? And, no, we've got... Uh, we got freaking eggs on the table. We've 99% got real egg. What's the other 1%? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> that oh. stuff's good. The other 1% is salmonella. 1% salmonella right there. <laughs> it's pasteurized. You keep saying that like it matters to me. <laughs> Although I do drink raw, Okay, guys, raw milk. let's do this. All, All right, right, baby. One, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Two, three. Down the hatch, people. Oh, my God. Oh. Ooh, I taste it. Mmm. I think ranch is still the winner here. Yep. Okay. It's like the ham and gravy was real bad. It's I like, do taste the gravy. Yeah. You know, like if you make like a ham salad. Like I do ham taste salad the gravy. Sandwich. That should be their tagline. <laughs> Gerber's ham and gravy. I do taste the gravy. <laughs> but that is the tagline for the episode. <laughs> in the intro. I do taste the gravy. I do taste the gravy. <laughs> Anyone want ranch? Like a colonial. I just person. love how much we're like do- using ranch as a palate cleanser right now. It's like I don't even like ranch that much. But it's better than all the other <laughs> options. Yeah, that was nasty. And there's eight or eighty calories in this jar. Yeah. Who would want eighty calories of babies ham and gravy? need that? Yeah, but like protein of this. Babies need lots of calories. I, I, I'm convinced that babies do not give a crap what it is they're eating. <laughs> no. Like, especially when they're at the baby food stage, because they'll just shovel it in. I think for, unless it's like really noxious, they're fine. Yeah. Because if you taste ham and gravy, which you have just tasted, it really does taste like almost nothing with yeah. like a little... Like meaty nothing. Meaty it's nothing. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, but like paste. The texture is It's like so meat with all wrong. the fun taken out of it, basically. Yeah. It has I mean, 140 is... milligrams of potassium. Dang. How much sodium does it have? 35 milligrams. That's not bad. That has 35 milligrams. I would have guessed zero milligrams. Yeah. Well, you, the gravy has salt in it. Uh, well, okay. Okay. <laughs> so okay, guys. Shirazi. Okay. Shall we move on to the very last one? Oh. Uh, I'm not eating that egg. Hello. I will shake well. Shake well <laughs> to mix the silver. Have you been refrigerating well. this? It's Is all it? been refrigerated until just before the show. It's fine. Pasteurized. Pasteurized. Isn't that isn't that what kills the bugs? What does some of them, yeah. Some of them? Mm-hmm. This reminds me of like Beauty and the Beast. You should have had a, a song segment for this one about how Gaston eats five, five dozen, eggs. dozen eggs every <laughs> morning <laughs> to help me get large. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm not grown. I eat. She's, no, she's unable to overcome her. <laughs> I will. Corbin's unable to overcome her. So uh, you want to hear my fear. fun egg story? Yeah. <laughs> so when I was in like uh, either middle school or high school, I uh, went to the summer camp. And for some reason, one of the like, quote unquote fun games that we had to do was take a piece of clear tubing and put a raw egg in the middle. And then you had two people on either side. Stop. And you had to blow as hard as you could. And whoever <laughs> lost obviously got a raw egg in their mouth. Oh. So me and my best friend Holly did this. And um, uh, 
I, I actually lost. I got the egg in my mouth first, but she stopped blowing. And so the egg went from my mouth to her <laughs> mouth. And um, so she like still can't eat eggs to this day. Gross. I've seen that in like, I don't even know where, maybe like on Fear Factor or something, but they have a bug in the middle mm. of the tube. So yeah. it's like, oh my know, God, really high stakes. Now, I, I admit that this is going to be. Okay. Let's see. All right. Just what? me and Katie. Yeah. Down the hatch. That wasn't really that bad. Oh, no, mine was. Oh, <coughs> oh why is it so bad? Did you get more citric? I don't know. Oh, that's gross. Get that ranch, girl. <laughs> but you're, you're, it was, it's gross in that it's very sour. I don't know. Or was it the egg? I don't know. Ugh, I need okay, ranch. Okay, my egg was not that bad. I think it was. <laughs> I don't know why that was I so gross. I will take the ranch, though. So what's the verdict here? What have we learned? <laughs> ranch never covers everything. Ranch never is delicious. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ranch is cure to all your problems. Pharmaceutical companies, you know where to find us. I don't understand why they don't make like stuff tastes like cheese. Mm, that's truth. that would be yeah. I I thought about liquid, you know, like squeezy. like nacho cheese or something, or or yeah, squeezy Perfect. cheese. Didn't uh, that thought didn't make it to uh, the oh, checkout counter though? Sorry guys. Where's the you guys? I have to cat. say, you guys are all such troopers. Thank you once again. Love you guys. Have some more. Have as much ranch as you want on the way out today, because that is our show, guys. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you will uh, forget this and come back some other time. We, uh, and thank you, listeners, for making us a part of your week. If you like what you heard today, you can talk about it or just about anything else you like in our Facebook group, the Short Coats Student Lounge. Use it as a place to share your questions with us, ideas, resources, recommendations, whatever. It's your it's your place. <laughs> or if you have a suggestion. For something we should talk about or seek barely informed sleep-addled advice, you can send those things to theshortcoats at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine student government and the Writing and Humanities program. Uh, what? Don't forget Promote to look us. up the Vagabonds. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to listen to the Vagabonds. Uh, the show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox, and our closing music is by Catmosphere, not Argo Fox. Whoa. I have been, once again, wrong about my outro music. That's their music label, Argo Fox, not the band. How many years have you been saying uh, that? Now? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> we can talk to you about other things in one week.